Yeah, so hi, I'm Sig, I'm an adult child. Um, haven't been on Zoom a lot lately, so it feels a little awkward to just put that out there. <laughs> but um, I'm always like happy for the chance to do service in this program. Um, so I chose to read, I'm not sure, I'm hoping this is in line, it's in the Big Red Book. It's page 354 and um, chapter 10, and it's service in ACA. And I really love this page and I'm just gonna read it and then share on it. Um, service in ACA. The purpose of service in ACA is to support one another in becoming responsible for our own well-being. We lose our sense of personal responsibility when we are forced to separate from our feelings Without emotional integrity, our actions become scattered and unfocused, and we are helpless in responding to our essential need for love and care. Action coming from love. The essence of service in ACA is action coming from an attitude of love. But before we can serve one another, we must first be willing to love and serve ourselves. In seeking to understand their experience of pain, children in alcoholic family will reverse the normal sequence of cause and effect and decide that they are the cause of the family's distress. They react to this decision by hating and punishing themselves for needing love and by retreating into emotional isolation. In being willing to again acknowledge and respond to our own needs, we regain our sense of emotional wholeness and reclaim the power which comes from taking responsibility for our own well-being. Service allows us to trust ourselves. Our feelings of self-worth and adequacy start to grow as we successfully reparent ourselves and we begin to trust our ability to love and serve others. We give service just by being present to support and encourage other members of the program as they make the transition from frightened adult children to whole human beings who are capable of acting with the spontaneity of a child and with the wisdom of a mature adult. This central concept underlies and supports all forms of service. And then service provides our program. By, united, by uniting in service, we create a program for living which provides a sane alternative to the insanity of family alcoholism. Um, so I love, re I always love reading that, that section. I feel like it's just so simple. <laughs> it's so like, I like how it's separated into those little paragraphs. Um, yeah, I just like how it's just because the book to me. So in terms of tools, I guess what I want to talk about is literature, but also fellow traveler groups, because they've really saved my my life, you know, especially during this pandemic. Um, and I guess so starting with the literature, the book is so this big red book is so dense. It, there's so much information. Um, I loved actually before I had even read the book, like a, um, years and years ago, someone was holding it in an in-person meeting, clutching it to their chest. And they just kept saying very emotionally, like, 
it's all written down here. It's all written down here. <laughs> and I just, I felt like they, I understood that feeling because when I came to this book and started reading it, I was like, how do they fucking know everything about me? How is it like that all the parts of my personality, all the parts of my upbringing, all these things that I've been struggling with for so many years are just written down here. And I, so I could re I really relate to that. I really feel that this book is, you know, it has its its flaws, of course, but it, it just, to me, it really, I can read things and then read it again and feel like I never, I never read it before. Like it's that dense and it's that, uh, I don't know. It just has it all. So <laughs> if you haven't started it yet, like it's something to look forward to. Honestly, it's difficult and challenging and gut wrenching and, but it's also heartwarming and solution based. And like, you know, in the end talks about dreams and having dreams. And, um, so I really, really am a fan and um, in terms of my work in the program, I have worked the steps. I've worked, I'm now on the 10th. Um, they recommend, you know, the yellow book is the step work guide. And they recommend doing that before you engage in the traits book, which, um, so I did the yellow book with a group and now I'm like on the 10th uh, trait in the traits book. And um, I just think that they're, brilliant i just think it's like we i feel like it took me many years of sobriety i'm sober in another program and many years of al-anon to get to a place where i could gift that work to myself like where i felt like i was worthy of this kind of work which is very like like putting yourself at the top of the amends list you know and just really like yeah, like giving yourself the gift of self-knowledge and self-love, like actually caring enough to know about yourself. Look into it, you know, <laughs> to look into it. So, um, so I have done that in the program. I, um, I met, I want to say it was three. I know somebody in, somebody on the list here is in, was in my group, but I think it was three years that we, um, went through the red book in a red book study group which i really recommend i it's so weird because looking for passages to read today i was like have i read all of this and i have but again i just like <laughs> i have like a forgetter too so i just have to keep reading the literature is something that i feel like is a tool that you can you can practice daily you know we have the daily reader we have the red book we have these workbooks and there's so much there that you really can just you could literally read a sentence and you'd be doing yourself a huge favor in my opinion like just one sentence a day and it's like it's it's so heavy it's so deep but um so those are the tools that i i, I do a lot of calls a lot of fellow traveling um i do the steps the in-person meetings the meetings were something i did regularly before the pandemic and then even in the beginning of the pandemic but it's been harder for me with zoom i i just have a lot of fear i guess around it came i don't know i recognized it in myself and so i honor it you know and i do have these other fellow traveler groups but um I guess I wanted, like I kept in the book, 
tonight as I was reading at the end of like all the step work, there's a, a part that's like about dreams and it just keeps like bothering. It like keeps singing to me right now. Like, because I think what happens in these upbringings and what it talks about, like nothing I'm saying is not written in the literature too. Like I didn't make any of this up, <laughs> but um, what I, what I went through as a child, like I grew up in an alcoholic home. My parents, my brother are still alcoholic. Nobody believes in therapy. Nobody believes in sobriety. Like it's just, um, and because these diseases are progressive, it's pretty, you know, harrowing, I would say. Like my brother is um, very sick and suffering and very like, un like he's a kind of a walking corpse. I mean, that's like a harsh, harsh way to look at it, but it's actually the truth. And um, so I grew up in this family that's written about in this book, you know, where there's a chronic like abandonment and loss and shame and chaos. And um, I think the only way that the, the crazy thing about the dysfunction and we talk about it in the book is like, there's only really one way to survive it which is in the law is the traits is the laundry list we survive this disease through these methods that are outlined here mine you know like we're much like yours probably like dissociation drug addiction alcoholism relationship escaping in relationships jobs moving geographics you know those were all the sort of like uh the ones that are like, oh yeah, I see you, I get you, I know what you are. There's even a program for you and I go to it, you know? But then there's these other ones that are much deeper that I'm working out now after, you know, a decade in the, doing this. The much deeper ones is this one coming out of like the, the, eighth, the eighth chapter, the solution chapter, the reparenting. And what's getting there is like, who is this person sick? who who is this person <laughs> you know and like that gets kind of robbed in these in these families like i was robbed of knowing thyself knowing myself because i was just like instantly stressed out like my go-to was like they called me little mom i was like is my mom going to get home from the bar? I knew the number of the bar. I called it regularly. I knew it by heart. You know, is she going to drive home? Is she going to drive safely? Is she going to run into the laurel bush again? Is she going to like, you know, have a car accident? And then is my dad, like he was always depressed and sort of listening to loud music. Is he going to, is does he like himself? Is he okay? Is he hurt by my mom? You know, and then my brother, does he feel weird that he's too small? He didn't grow fast enough. Is he, cause my brother is like known as little Carrie and now he's like over six feet tall. But it, as for a long time, it was like, so he had, he had a lot of things that I knew about somehow. Cause I'm this like a uh, hypervigilant child of God. <laughs> that's like gonna fix this whole entire mess by myself. And so that just didn't really leave. I'm sure they all had their roles too, but it didn't leave any place for me to develop and grow from. And so uh, I guess here's the solution. Here's the hope. 
<laughs> is that in this recovery, I can honestly say that for the first time in my life, I have these glimpses of who I am. And they come in just these tiny moments. Like I still struggle. I really do. I grew up, I have lots of PTSD. That was lots of, it was not like a, it was not like a safe place for a child. That's like the simplest way to put it. But like, I have all that, but I have these tiny little glimmers of hope that are like, I can't even describe them except to say that they feel like a knowingness, like a, like I know myself in this tiny little way. I don't know, I don't, um, I never had that before. I never thought that, and I think it, it somehow is like a removal of the anxiety that comes from being an ACAer. Like, I mean, I removed it with drugs and alcohol. I had all kinds of cocktails to remove that anxiety, but it never left me like with like how this does, where it takes away the anxiety and it like, you're actually just kind of laying there with yourself and it feels good and it doesn't, and it doesn't, I don't feel lonely because I have this entire, through this work, doing this work, I have like an inner loving parent. I have a relationship to a higher power. I have a few things um, through doing vision exercises and um, opposite handwriting exercise. I have a few things that I know my inner kids, my inner truth, myself love to do. Like we love to do a few things. There's not a lot of them yet, you know, like, or, um, but they're there and they're, te they're like teachers, you know? And um, I never felt that growing up in this kind of a house. I really did not feel like there was a home you know, like it, there was a house for sure. I did have a house, but I didn't feel like I had a home. And um, I had a really strong desire as a kid for everybody to come home. Like I wanted my brother to come the fuck home and my, you know, my mom and dad, I didn't understand why don't you come home from the bar? And all. like, I had the desire for it, but I never had it. <laughs> I never, felt what that feels like. And now it's like, I still have a really hard time feeling it with people, to be honest, but I have it with higher power. I have it with literature and the, the concept and the principles of our program, like the 12 steps, the 12 traditions. I don't feel so lonely because I, I believe in it and it's there for me. It's hard to say. It's like the literature Oh, thank you. I see the five minutes. That's cool. <laughs> um, I don't feel so lonely because that is there for me. It's weird. And um, yeah, and I don't, um, and I'm still, so now the work for me is taking, removing that anxiety with the tools of the pro with the higher power, honestly, you know, and I've heard a friend, a close friend of mine who has a lot, a lot of years of recovery always says she thinks we really get higher power or she sees it often at 15 years of recovery in 12 step. 
I mean, I don't know if that's true, but that kind of was true for me. Like at 15 years, I was like, it was weird. It was all, it's like that feeling of getting on your knees to pray, which I highly recommend. I do not come from any kind of religious upbringing. So that was awkward in the beginning. It was very awkward for me, but it does this thing to me where it tells me it's like, it's again, it's like saying to myself and to my higher power, I need help. And this is serious. So when I get on my knees, it's usually like a lot flooded with emotion flooded because it's a final surrender, right? It's like, and that's what happened for me at 15 years of sobriety and 15 years of recovery. It was like a final surrender to a higher power. And then little cracks, like I said, these little glimmers of, I don't know, these, I don't know if that's such a corny way to say it, but like, there's these just moments where it's like, oh, I'm not alone. I don't have the anxiety, you know? I don't, I'm not strangled with the anxiety of like, who do you want me to be? Like, how tiring is that to live a life like where you don't know who you are, you get worn out. It's like you're carrying, I, I see myself like in that life, I see how I was just carrying all this. I see, oh, you know, we look at old pictures of ourselves as kids and what, like carrying so much stuff. And of course I burned out. Like I seriously burned out, you guys. Like I was like, I cannot live another day like not knowing or feeling any sort of self. I just, you know, I can't do it. And so I got on my knees and I surrendered to the higher power and to the community of like program. Community being like my spiritual practice. Like a friend says, it's not progress, progress, not perfection, but rather practice, not perfection. And I surrendered to the practice, which for me is like morning pages, meditation, fellow travelers, making phone calls, believing, believing in like higher power. You know, for me, it's nature. It's like, I have to be outside a lot. Um, I don't know, I can just, if I'm not, if I have no sense of humor and I'm not outside, I'm off the beam. Like I'm not, that's what I've come to realize. Those are the first signs. Um, and then for me, it's like the practice, you know, the morning pages with the, so I'm sure I'm almost over here, but like the morning pages for me, I really recommend, um, it's just like a free flow writing, uh, but then I do vision, gratitude, and talk to my inner children. And that really gets my day going, like, because- One minute. Thanks. I put all the bullshit out in the three pages of just writing. Then the gratitude, which is so critical for me, and lately it's just been like, thank God I have an apartment, you know? Thank God I have food. Thank God um, I have a 12-step recovery program, you know? Thank God that I have a higher power, like, and then 
gratitude because and then I go into vision which I think is so important and it's like at the end of the red book it talks about the dreams that's what we get back we get to have dreams we get to have a vision and it's based on knowing ourselves and knowing what we love to do and um so and then I talk to the kids and they make sure I keep the house clean and that there's food in the fridge and um that's usually what they want, like right now, the basics. So thanks for listening. Really happy to be a part of this community. Look forward to hearing from all of you.